Can we not actually start with our actual mixed bag podcast introduction this week? That thing's cringy as shit. Yeah, but I had something set for it. I was like, going to go, yes, it was footy, friends and fun this weekend. Welcome to the bag with Chris and I. Happy to be here, mate. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, good. It was great to see your face actually this weekend. Yeah, um, a bit more physical contact. Yeah, now I went back to the Zoom, so it feels like we're back in lockdown. But yeah, it was great seeing you and friends. Yeah, it was good to see everyone again. Get back around it. You're a bit yeah. caged again this week, I hear. Yeah, I was like a free-ranged animal kind of on the weekend. And then the farmer just said, you're going to the abattoir on Sunday morning. And oh, I was dead on Sunday. <laughs> back in the cage this week. Another back working in the, week. Back in the cage. And then hopefully I've got another long weekend, thanks to my boss. So I've got the star on Friday, which will be an absolute hoot. They won't know what's going to hit them. Jesus. Bit of blackjack jokes there i'm more of a three card poker guy i love that table there oh i i, I don't know how that works I'm, I'm like a roulette man just like chuck it on a color um I, i've had a few good stories with um roulette though i once won on zero once in gold coast and uh i called mum that i'll never fucking need her again so that was fun um <laughs> wait where are you living right now though well i need her i'm under her house and she just cooked me dinner so Shout out, mum. What's on the menu tonight? We had a bit of pasta, a bit of roast veggies. Oh, actually. I'm having pasta too, actually. Yeah, yeah. Bit of, bit, bit bit of grilled of chicken. Bit of grilled chicken on, and a bit of uh, salad. I'm not a salad dodger here. Yeah. Oh, I could be told otherwise. <laughs> oh, luckily, this is an audio podcast. <laughs> True. I am the most slimming man ever. You are. So we're going to steer clear from our usual lighthearted antics to start this off. October is Mental Health Month. So for the first half of this pod, we're going the serious route. For the first time ever, outside of my real close mates, I'm actually going to share with you all my story of mental illness, uh, suffering with it. And then hopefully it'll start a conversation for any of you out there suffering. And it just makes a little bit more aware that there are a lot of us going through it. So slight trigger warning. Some of this may be a little bit daunting and dark for some. Some may actually only listen to this podcast for the lighter heart stuff. So I'm going to put a timestamp in later on. So if you just want to skip to the funny parts where me and Harry just go ham with each other, that's cool too. No hard feelings at all. But for those of you that do want to listen and just want to sing it in someone that you've now listened to, if you've listened to this pod for the last seven weeks, someone else has gone through it. Um, yeah. I actually find it really difficult to share this. So few people know about it. Like it's only been kept within my close friends. A lot of my family doesn't know about it. So it's weird that now sharing this, I'm about to pretty much open it up to the universe. Anybody who clicks this link is going to know that this is something that I go through and that's pretty daunting. So in advance though, I apologize for anybody that I haven't told this before. Yeah, it almost feels easier saying it this way because it's not like I'm looking at people having to do it. I get to tell H about it and H already knows most of it. So Yeah, I think I only know most of it. But uh, yeah, yeah so, looking forward to this episode kind of. The- so I always had a pretty low sense of self growing up, you know, like the red hair, pale skin. I was a bit of a chunky kid growing up. So I didn't really think too highly of myself and around the age of 16 and 17 I started having like these depressive spells depressive episodes thought nothing of it at the time you know bad days and such 
I'd always been pretty good at hiding it growing up as the only bloke in a house of girls with my mom and my sister kind of internally forced me to become harder from a young age and be harder on myself, try and take away the emotional side of things. There's probably a period from the age of 16 to 21 where I could count on one hand the amount of times I'd cried or been like physically emotional. Internally, though, a lot of times I was just a dead set wreck. Um, it was a feeling of being surrounded by everyone I loved, all my mates and everything, but in my mind I'd already ostracized myself and just felt constantly alone. I knew there was something wrong, but at the time I was too proud to do anything about it or care. I didn't actually believe I was depressed. I did the whole like Australian, she'll be right, grow up, you know, get over it, that sort of thing. Um, And that did work for a period of time until it didn't. Around 2017, so I was about 19 at the time, the noise just started getting to me. Um, We joke a lot these days about head noise and that sort of thing. But to me, that's honestly how it feels when I'm getting to a bad place. It's like a rattling in the back of my head almost. I started going on these solo trips down the South coast, deleting all social networks periods at a time just to refresh myself and try and sort it. Uh, The only person I'd actually tell where or the general area of where I was going was my mum. Other than that, nobody else knew. It became a semi-frequent practice doing that. I still knew there was something wrong, but each time I'd go away, I'd come back thinking I was better. And that was probably just the placebo effect of it. When I look back on it, 2019, it, kind of became too much for me um started dealing with the whole anxiety side of things for the first time i didn't know that that's what it was when it first started happening i was in denial really 2018 had been one of the best years of my life i'd met a couple of the blokes who'd gone to become some of my best mates and another friend who was also one of my best friends and also best person to seek advice from for this stuff 2019 rolled through and it really fucked me inside. I was at my darkest and lowest point ever around August of that year. Uh, the mental and physical symptoms of both anxiety and depression had thrown a curveball at me that I just couldn't really handle, yet I still refused to talk about it. Um, and then I was pretty close to becoming another statistic. But I didn't. And I honestly do not want to, nor could not do that. I was honestly just in a horrible place and kind of out of control. Yet somehow I'd always managed to face up and front up just to keep it hidden from people. I was a part of the problem itself. I was rolling with the stigma that poor mental health is a massive sign of weakness. I was scared. And honestly, I still am scared that speaking about it will make people think of me and see me differently. But I ended up speaking to one of my closest friends about it not long after. The chat we had pretty well set me straight. The next 12 months was better. Sometimes were rough, but other times was okay. At the back end of 2020, it kind of doubled down on me. I had my first ever set of panic attacks. The first one came, I was driving on the M5 to work one day. It was morning traffic and I was in the right-hand lane. My heart rate all of a sudden jumped to this rapid speed and my head was absolutely pulsating. I was sweating profusely and I'd just gone lightheaded. I was absolutely so scared, so frightened. I needed to pull over, but I was stuck in the right-hand lane in peak hour traffic and absolutely nobody would let me in. 
I just knew I was in heaps of trouble at that time, but just didn't know what was happening. Panic attacks from there became a pretty frequent thing and to the point they just became too much. Uh, Last year after COVID, I was working a second job at a supplement store and one day I was sitting at my computer. I just freaked out completely out of nowhere. I ran outside and absolutely lost it. I was dizzy. I was out of breath and I was crying like a child. I knew it was the last straw. I called a couple of my my friends, um, my mum and my sister, and just pretty much told them straight up that I needed help. And after five years now of struggling, I finally sought out professional help. It was the best decision I'd ever made. It still took me a while to get in to see a psychologist, but now I speak to him once a month and it's been so amazingly beneficial. Most of the time we just talk, not about anything in particular, but sometimes it is, but it's definitely helped. I still suffer most days from anxiety and the depressive episodes still show up. And there's now certain things that I can't do without getting a big wave of anxiety or putting myself into a little panic, traffic, tunnels, and sometimes large crowds now get the better of me. Whereas before I'd absolutely have nothing to do with that. It'd just be like another moment in life. But the tools and tips that I've learned from seeking out a psychologist and just talking in general has been so beneficial and phenomenal to get me to this point where I'm at now. The whole point of me sharing this with all of you, so anybody who is out there listening, if you are battling and you are struggling, help is there. If you're listening to this and you're in two minds about seeking it, I urge you to consider it. There are so many resources and organizations that can assist you. My DMs, our DMs are always open for anyone. It's hard to say don't be afraid because it's so scary and it's daunting. And the first step's always the hardest. But just know that myself, H, anybody out there, if you just start the conversation, there's always somebody out there for you. And just take that first step because it's, fucking hard but everything that comes from that is so worth it and you are so important so yeah and there's always help if you don't want to speak to one of your mates one of us family lifeline beyond blue kids helpline they're always there just make the call um organizations like batir which one of my great friends bella is associated with do amazing work for those suffering from mental health, particularly mental ill health youth. Um, yeah, there are so many resources out there and so many people. Um, so yeah, that's my story. That was well said, bro. That was good to good to hear from you, but hear that. Yeah. Um, I haven't really heard the full extent of what happened with you or anything, but. Yeah, it's just mad that someone like yourself comes out and says that kind of stuff, which I think more blokes need to say that more like type of um, stuff. Like we've got a stigma around us and all that, that yeah. we are like it's it's weak to speak or something, but yeah. it's it just shouldn't be like that anymore. You don't um, need to be hard 24-7. Yeah, it's something like the like mental health to probably the the biggest like health component in our life now like you've just got so many you've got social media and everything um 
sometimes you just need to turn off your phone with all that type of stuff. At the end of the day, like I'm always open to talk to people. I've spoken to a few mates about it with like their mental health and all that. And um, to see what like they've gone through and all that, um, it's good to see that they reached out for help when they needed the help, if that makes any sense. 100% it does. Yeah. And it shouldn't be left down to days like, are you okay day? for a conversation starter. Yeah, it just should be in any day. Just ask your mate. Like, it's, it's always going to be a hard conversation to bring up with a mate. But at the end of the day, it's a conversation that you need to bring up with uh, bring up with someone. Yeah. And it, you're right. It's never weak to speak up about it. I'm so grateful that I did. I don't know where I would be if I hadn't event. Like, if I didn't open up, I dare say it's probably fair to say I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. I was in a lot of trouble and speaking honestly saved me. Yeah. And hopefully even if whatever, whatever, whoever listens to this, even if we get say one person say to talk to someone or something yeah. or even anyone, something that we need to. Um, Boy, girl, man, woman. Out. Yeah. Just if you are suffering at all, I just, yeah, I employ you to talk. Okay. Even just a shit day, just talk to someone about it. It's, um, everything will get better at the end of the day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just need to work through some stuff. And and staying on the mental health topic, Harry, you're about to take a huge step in raising some yeah. much necessary funds for the sector itself. So tell us about that. So obviously it's going to be November coming up and Movember. Uh, um, I've been growing my moustache for probably 18 years now. And it's just finally coming through as a ginger boy. So I've, I've had mates that have uh, dealt with mental illness and uh, it's a close thing for me. So I've gone, I'll be signing up to do Movember. If there's any blokes out there that want to grow a moustache. Yeah, it's just something that we need to, it's even a conversation starter having a moustache. Like you always see someone like with a, like a little stash or something and you always bring it up and it's a conversation starter. Movember's helped. 1,250 men's health uh, projects around the world. So if you want to get involved uh, with it with me or donate, uh, message me and uh, or message the Mixed Bag Podcast. And I'm uh, sure we'll be sharing links around for it as well. Yeah, I'm hoping to raise, I don't want to be greedy, but money, but 800 plus will go with. If anyone wants to hop on the train with me uh, and grow a stash, we can go to the pub after first first of december with all boys with stashes just just talking yeah, yeah. It, it's 100%. a it's a it's a cause close to me um mental health and all that and if i can just raise even a dollar for him i'm a i'm a happy man 100 thank you but massively proud of i need to have to have to shave my mustache now so hopefully it turns out beautiful like yours oh, stop it I need the, the hair regrowth pills. <laughs> Watch for your face. Yeah. Tom Jackson, where is your money? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's but yeah, step that, into. That, but just quite. Sorry, Chris. That was mad what you said. As a close friend of yours, I'm always here to talk to you. Just like I'm here to always talk to you too, mate. Oh. But no, thank you. But if anyone really needs like, a chat or anything, or even like, say, go to dinner or something, me and Chris are too. Uh, people that are always a phone call away and we're people that don't usually have plans. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, come, come, come here to start. <laughs> yes. Come start a convo with us. Yeah. 
So let's take it back up a happier note again. Something that has really taken off over the last few weeks. Blast from the past. What song do you have for the fans to listen to this week, Harry? Before I, before I get to the song. Oh, sorry, Chris Braddy for cutting you off then. Um, cutting you off. Yeah. Jordy Shaw, why I? I have got a bone to pick with some certain person. Dean Rawlinson, uh, Friday night, he was just sitting in the corner and just kept saying, fuck you, Harry, your songs suck. And I was just like, oh, it was getting to me. It was getting to me. So hopefully this week he likes this song. It's got no vowels in it. Thanks for the memories, Fallout Boy. It is a tune. It is a tune sandwich. So, Dino, get that up, yeah? Hope you like it. But, yeah, this song just brings back so many memories from back in the day. Uh, I think it was, like, the first, like, real band I started listening to. And even to this day, I still listen to this uh, this band. Fall Out Boy. Good name, actually, for a band, too. Yeah, Fob. Good good film clip, actually, too, this one. I'm, I'm a man Yeah, of, Kim Kardashian of, makes an appearance yeah. in her youth in it. Yeah, and she marries to a chimpanzee. Yeah. That just I mean, gives that, us all hope, hey? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not a fan of Kim Kardashian, so. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say no. She's not my favorite, like, Kardashian sister. I'd say, like, Kendall. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Uh, oh, I was going to just say, I was going to keep going with that for a second. Well, we can keep going with it. Yeah. yeah, funnily enough, I actually had tickets to see Fallout Boy. It was meant to be the end of last year, I'm pretty sure. But it got delayed because of, you know, the dirty cough. Was that with like a few other bands as well? Yeah, like I was Green trying to get Day tickets to it. Yeah, that would have been oh, nostalgic. Uh, yeah, it was like experience. early 2000s. Yes, let's go. They just need like My Chemical Romance there too. Oh, they were coming out too, weren't they? Oh, they are yeah, coming I wanted to get still. tickets to them as well, but they were just like so overpriced. And I was like, oh, I, was, I know I've never seen them, but. I was, I was going to pick their song, like one of their songs this week, but... We've still got a few weeks to come. Yeah, geez, we do. <laughs> so my song this week. This song actually comes from an album that I usually listen to when I am going through a tough time mentally. Taking it back for one second before we go back yeah. to the happy. <laughs> so it's coming from the album Man on the Moon, End of Day by Kid Cudi. It's Day and Night, the original, not the remix. Cause day and night, the loneliest owner seems to free his mind at night. He's all alone through the day and night. The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night. At night, day and night. The loneliest owner seems to free his mind at night. He's all alone, some things will never change. The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night. Good Absolute song. slapper. Just was, yeah. Was the remix the one in uh, Project X, wasn't it? Oh no, that was another one. No, that I was think. the Pursuit of Happiness remix. Ah, Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, geez. Yeah. I'm, I'm Steve a, Aoki remix. Yeah, I'm a knowledge uh, spongy. Yeah. A fountain of knowledge, if you will. Yeah. Mm. Drinking uh, <laughs> magic yeah. fountain. That's another tune. Yeah. Side, uh, side note. 
still trying to get into a bit of Kikudi, Kikudi, Kikudi. But um, yeah, he's a talented man. Oh, he's awesome. I love him. All of his work's just superb. Hey, mm. especially um the song uh Moon. Yeah, yeah, that's Moon's that's good. A, that's a tuna sandwich too. Yeah, we had another fan hit us up this week, and we're gonna start trying to get it when it's just us two. Yeah, um, or even when we. Even if it's a good suggestion, we might even get it on when we have yeah, another player. If you play person. your cards right and we like it, we might actually take it anyway. Yeah. But this comes from a Desperate long time. for content. <laughs> this comes from a long-time friend of mine, Patrick Denali. He DM'd us today with a tune that first introduced me to a certain genre of music. So first introduced me to like early trap music. It's R.L. Grimes' Love Sosa Remix. It's La Sosa, oh, and I know it. Fucking with the whole bus. Who won't get fucked over? Ferraris and Rovers. He's so much, he's Sosa. And I went that car, bro. And that boy slumped over. They do it all for Sosa. You wasn't making no noise. Y'all know what my role was. Guilty full of rollers. Die, y'all so rollers. Die, y'all so rollers. We GP and Dolores. Yeah, La Sosa. This bitch is La Sosa. Oh, unfortunately, this song's not on Spotify, so we can't actually add it to our playlist when we release that at the end of the season. Oh, I was going to do acapella if you couldn't get it onto the podcast. I can get it on the podcast. Oh, bitches last Put us on glee with acapella like that. Oh, nah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not a glee man. Yeah, neither am I. I just thought it sounded funny. Yeah. You'll get there one day, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> no worries, pal. <laughs> Speaking of music, there was plenty of dancing going on this weekend. First weekend back on the circuit. Talk yes. to me. We spent about two days, three nights together. Yeah, three nights. Three long nights. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Thursday. We even had a Thursday oh. session. Um yeah, we got a bit silly in that Thursday session. Oh, I got very silly. Forgot how many glass glass sandwiches it takes to um like at the at the door to get into a place. Like how many places, uh, how many beers have you had? And I did seven to eight. <laughs> Don't say that to security to try and get in. Oh, it was that when we got to Miranda Hotel? Yeah, yeah. I was inside already. Like I didn't. Know oh, what yeah. I just saw them give you your marching orders, yeah. and then the oh, manager fought, came out to speak to you. I fought for my rights. Um. Fight for your right to party. Yeah. And geez, that was a fun water session for an hour. I negotiated with him. But uh Yeah, how many times did you ask him, can I have a drink now? Yeah. He wasn't happy with me when we're leaving. I'm like, can I go home now? He's like, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I forgot the magic. What do you reckon the magic number is like to a security guard, like if he asks you? So um, I've got a good technique, is because I always have my car keys in my pocket. I always just tell him I'm driving, hey. Well, that night, you could have been. Um, I definitely was driving that night. We did a stunt jump in Bunnings. That oh, mad. how about that? So I picked <sighs> up a couple of our mates, Lowy, Watto, Davo, to head to the Prince Hotel where we were going to have a few that night. And we get there and there's no parking. 
And Lowy's like, oh, just park in the Bunnings car park. Like, the gates don't shut. The gates don't lock. And I believed him. He wouldn't lie to me. And I, I honestly don't think he was lying. I think they just shut them as they probably do. Yeah, to not get people to park in there. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, it ended up being me and Harry as the final two of the boys there. And as we were leaving, we get outside and the gates are locked. You have to jump the gate to get to your car. Yeah, so we had to jump it, jump the gate to get my car. And we get into my car and I was like, oh, Lowy said that the gate down the other end is going to be open. So just drive out that gate. Get down there. Sure enough, locked. Yeah. So I do a lap of the Bunnings car park to see if there was another exit just miraculously. While I scout the car park. (laughs) Can confirm there wasn't another exit. So it's about, what would you say, midnight? Yeah, it would have been around that time or 11.30 and it's, it's pitch black. And it's starting to get foggy too. It was a foggy night. It was like, it was like Halloween. It's like, mm, yeah, it real eerie vibes about it. Yeah. Anyway, so I jump in my car and Harry, we look at a few spots that we could maybe risk it and drive out. And there was absolutely nothing going on. Mm. And then all of a sudden, we Harry finds this one spot just that just had a, had a few inches <laughs> of like what could be done to it. I'll drive up to it. And nothing's happening. Like it's, it's going to be a big risk. And so we absolutely rolled the dice with it. Hitting the curb at about the wrong angle. Scrape my front bumper. Mm. Start driving out of this easily a car space wide gap. It was like one of those narrow car spot type things, but it was up on a gutter across a sewerage pipe. And then down the footpath Mulch. and onto the main yeah. road. And then try to not hit cars parked. On yeah. the side try of the not road. to hit cars parked just so I could get my car out of this car park and drive yeah. home that night. But um yeah, yeah. that was a drove to Miranda ent- Hotel, had another one, and then that was an entertaining Thursday night. I thought it was gonna be a quiet night. Like we just went for dinner and then Lingham messaged me at like five o'clock and he goes, Club Kirwin. I'm like, oh all right. So I ended up Shit, rolling. Man. Good pub. We're going to get to there later on too. Oh, uh, and yeah, we ended up having like seven beers at Club Kirawee in like what, two hours. It was pretty. Oh, that's real timid from you. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't know what what was in store for the night. And the moment I see a few boys at Prince, we're like, ah, oh, fuck. I've, I've thought to myself, here we go again. It was like the GTA character where you're just like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go again. And then we ended up having the slap, ended up winning. Um, 500 and uh, yeah, yeah. A bit jealous of you, and then just kept going from there for that weekend to be fair. But um, yeah, then we get to Thursday, uh, Friday, yeah, then Friday rolls around, yes, it does, kicking off at South Cronulla Bolo Poor establishment, <laughs> yeah, that's a kind of old pub I could get around. Oh, okay, the glassy. May I say, How good 90, was he? 95 years old, giving shit to Liam Hamlin for saying, why aren't you drinking quicker? And yeah, <laughs> and Ginny, never, yeah. <laughs> Zeusy was telling us, he's like, he literally just walks around picking up glasses and they pay him for doing it by giving him a free schooner. And by the time he leaves the place, he's absolutely sourced. <laughs> that's that's so sick. Job. That's my dream job. Yeah, that's a dream job. <laughs> Yeah. I, I pick up glasses every now and then at work and I don't even get paid with a free schooner for it. 
Yeah, people get, listening go, I get we cold, must have hard a simple cash. life. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. No, I want free beers. You can't tax beer. <laughs> yeah. Tax-free schooners. And then yeah. what? We moved down to Beach Burrito from there. Oh, don't go. Oh, Jack Wilson and Chris Davison, again, can go fuck themselves. They were the last people at Beach Burrito. Me and Liam were the first ones there. We ordered. Nah, me and Dano were the last two. Sorry. Ah, sorry. Get your, get your facts correct. Well, they were the s- second last group there. To arrive, that is. Yeah, to arrive. Um, and me and I think me and Liam were like the first persons to order. And I, I, I love Beach Burrito. Like, I, if they want to sponsor this podcast, come to me. They just they took my order. I was looking forward to it all week. I knew I was going to Beach Burrito. Got the scouted the menu before you got there. Yeah, well, I know what I get there. I get the Californian burrito with fried chicken. Simple, Californian karate burrito. Yeah, karate. So, yeah, (laughs) kachinga. And um, I'll just crack a beer while I'm here. And and then I see didn't have enough this weekend. (laughs) Then I see these two men down the other end named Jack and Chris Davison, and Boom, they're eating our burrito. Then I had to have their burrito, which was pretty much vegetarian. It had no meat in it. What so, did they get? Jackfruit or something? Oh, it was legit. There was like a bit of beef in it, but they put it all the way down the bottom. Oh, and the Jack was... Oh, oh. So, don't yeah. get... If you take my food away from me, I... Yeah. <laughs> no, not don't for, take the big man's food. Yeah, yeah. He ordered it for him. He didn't order it for you. Yeah. I would have ordered it for the table if I wanted to. God. And when we were leaving. <laughs> yes, yes. I had yes. my life saved by Hawaii. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So we were leaving Beach Burrito and I'd gone down the stairs and Liam Hamling's walking past with a case of cruisers over his shoulder. Pretty it's stock st- standard from him. Standard Liam Hamling. And so I'm walking down the hill, like towards Northies with him. And this like 40 something year old, just pissed Yobbo walks past and looks at Ling and goes, can I have one? And Ling goes, no. The bloke goes, no, nah, please give me one. He goes, no. He goes, oh, no, nah, come on. Why not? And Ling goes, are you going to pay for it? And he goes, no. Nah. And then goes, No. <laughs> anyway, so this bloke keeps going and me and Ling start walking off. I just turn, go on, mate. Just like jog on, keep walking. Anyway, so we have probably walked another like 10 to 15 meters. All of a sudden, I feel this grab on the back of my shoulder. But before I could turn around, Hawani's just sprinted down the hill and absolutely floored this like 40-year-old man. And then stampeding behind Hawani comes big Owen Wright just standing over him going, <laughs> Oh, what? What? <laughs> so just these two blokes have just come and floored this bloke. He then stands up and starts arcing up about it. He's got no reason to arc up. He started it. We finished it. And then he Isaac gives him his marching orders back up the hill. You don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, Isaac asked him a, a fair enough question. What do you think is going to happen here, mate? You've just got like three G'd up blokes like staring at you, like ready to go, and you're yelling at them. And so he's like, March, he's getting his marching order. He's being set up off the hill. Then he turned around and made a racial slur to Hawaii, and I wasn't having any of that. Oh, did he? Yeah. I, I told him to stand up because he was a little oh, fella. Short joke. I got him. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he turned around and made a racial slur, and I was having none of that. So I said a few profanities back at him. 
Meanwhile, I'm still clutching my frozen margarita from inside. Yeah. It's got well, a takeaway cup. Yeah, free Jose Cuervo <laughs> glass. You ripper. Yeah. But like with that story, like, what did that guy expect? So there's a group of how many people were down? Because I was still coming down the stairs and so when I saw you on the ground. Like, I was like, on I was the ground. Probably, I was standing up. Oh no, I mean, sorry. When he was on the ground, I've well, he was. Yeah, you up, got down I've the stairs when he got. Yeah, yeah. Got and floored. so I saw all that, and then. Like this started a huge, but what was you reckon? Like a group of four people, and then there's probably yeah. another sixteen upstairs, except Toots because Toots was probably going home early at that stage. Yeah, he'd already penciled in his eleven o'clock yeah. Uber. Oh, By the way, in Toots's po- uh, podcast, he did say his piss fitness was terrible, and I can agree on yeah, that dollar too. Dollar ten for the win on that horse. <laughs> yeah, piss poor, but it turned out to be like an AFL fight though, like. When you see, yeah, it was just like jumper punching sort of shit. You see someone get decked on a footy field, and everyone comes over, and then everyone's like, "No, you don't want this." (laughs) Yeah, but there's nothing more like morale boosting than like someone laying a hand on you, and your mates just being the first people to form. Like he he knew what was coming. That's why I didn't need to like dish anything out. Maybe we need. It would have been a different story if I'd had that actually. You know, half a second to turn around and give him. You know couple of Wattle Grove's finest. <laughs> he looked like the guy that um asked for a bite of the Maxi Bond for like a trade of popcorn chicken. Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's like, can I have a ship of your cruiser? <laughs> I'll give you a Only if I can have a bite of your Max. Yeah. Uh, that's what I thought he looked like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But look, any bloke that still wears like DC skate shoes over the age of 13 has got absolutely no hope going for him, eh? Yeah, that's a shit shoe. I had a pair when I was like 12, but 13, no more. I think dad bought me a pair for like the 14th and they never came out of the box. I didn't even want to give them the charity. That's how bad they were. But but then- Yeah, uh, so you left them outside mm, and old mate found them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I got a bite of his Maxibon at least. So I was was like happy (laughs) Maxibon for some DCs. Yeah, (laughs) fair trade. Yeah, that all ended up happening. Maybe we need to get some security now after a few podcasts. Yeah, a bit of entourage. Yeah. Like Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> yeah. And then we kicked on back to Zeus's house. Oh, that that, ooh, that got a bit large. And I don't remember a lot after that. Yeah, there's a good video of you that we posted Yeah, I on the didn't podcast. know anything about that until the next day. Yeah. When Mez. I walked into the doors of hell, I spent the day at Club Kiriwee with you blokes. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, absolutely had to eat my words. I had no other option but to go to fucking club Kiriwee. and then i'm sitting there and your mate mez well our mate mez yeah, <laughs> yeah, our mate mez just goes yeah what was that action you were doing on the pole last night i said what pole mate mm. and so he just showed me this video of me like grabbing onto this wall like stripper dancing going hammer and tong to a and apparently pole. it was on the mixed bag instagram page so i'm sure everyone listening if you follow us and you pay attention to our shows, you saw it. I had no recollection of that happening until the next day. But, geez, I was stoked with how my arms looked in that. They were just, oh. Well, yeah, well, about that video, you actually go, Harry, let's do a story for the Mixed Bag podcast. And I'm like, yeah, all right. And then oh, yeah. uh, I think my humps was on at the time. Turn. Yeah. So you've just taken your shirt off and gone hammer and tongue to a poor concrete column. I, think, I thought I had my shirt off anyway. Yeah. Standard procedure. Yeah, I, th- I think I even had my shirt off at one stage and I think someone told me to put it back on. Which is Climbed good. a lifeguard tower as well. Yeah, I saw that. That was silly. Don't climb yeah. lifeguard towers. It's 
No, it's private property. Yeah, I wasn't happy with that. I don't think a few people were happy with that. But um... let me have fun. It was the first night back with my mates. Oh, what about the night before? With like everyone as a collective group. Like, oh, we we didn't also bring up Monday. Oh yeah, Monday, (laughs) first day back. We went to the pub. So the reason we did the podcast on the Sunday so we could go to the pub on the Monday. Yeah. Uh, Not much happened. We just had a couple. Oh, yeah. I had a, I had a few. It was a good. It was a good day to see friends. It was good to hear like voices, like weird old men voices in the back. Yeah. Like, just talking dribble. And you caught it as well. We got approached at the pub. Yes, I did. Someone well, told us the podcast was good. Yes, uh, a little fella named. I thought it was a little kid. Like we've gone, but it was Josh yeah, Moore. Run off from the bitch, bro. Just to tell <laughs> yeah. a couple of people. Yeah. <laughs> and um. He didn't ask for a photo, which is pretty cool. We got asked for a few photos. Um, uh, it's 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 just humbling. <laughs> yeah. How about <laughs> the photo so many posted? Stories. I'm not even smiling. She did the classic girl post where she's making sure she's looking red yeah. hot and good. And then the other two are like, well, a bit mediocre. But as long as I look good. Yeah. Me, 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 mobs. <laughs> <laughs> and then Saturday, we went to the fucking... God's waterhole, and geez, we had a session there. I won a lot on the punt. I think a few others did, and yeah, I did the nature strip incentivized double. Yeah, good man, incentivized. May I say, oh, what a horse! Oh, he's oh. will it win the Melbourne Cup? Uh, I've got money on it to win the Melbourne Cup at like nine fifty. He's not racing the Cox Plate this week, which I'm no. pretty upset about. But that was, it was actually a good day. It was pretty chilled. Good vibes, a thousand beers. Oh, um, how many white claws did we have there? Yeah, you can tell we're actually winning on the pun, eh? <laughs> yeah, buying white claws at $12 a can. Yeah, me just throwing a $100 note at Simo, go, go get me a can, <laughs> and everyone else won. Yeah. <laughs> well, we need an extra $12. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a good day. Yeah, it was probably one of the better days we've had at Club Kiwi for a while. Yeah. Mac has got to work out when we w- went through. Oh, it didn't uh, adjust. Oh, feeding random members of the public a few Macca's cookies. Yeah, we'll give him back to the. <laughs> yeah, I was giving back to the fans. Yeah, even though old mate, the Uber driver had no idea what we were saying. <laughs> yeah. It was just a good. It's just a good week to see friends. Um, yeah, and then you caught it on Saturday, and I reloaded and went again on Sunday. Yeah, I was in the abattoir on Sunday. <laughs> Some are made for it. I was a bread for it. Oh, I'm a full-time working man too. Don't forget. I got yeah. this podcast and then got to... Mate, I work full-time on my piss fitness. Yes, which Noonie needs to pick up. It's all right. I'm looking um, for an apprentice. Yeah, this weekend's going to be, I think, pretty good as well. I'm trying to think what we've got going on. I think, I'm, I'm, I think I'm hitting the city on Saturday night. I think I've got my mate Dante's going away party, actually. It's just good but, to say that we're already planning. We're back on the circuit. Yeah. All's right with the world again. Hopefully, uh, waking up Monday morning, checking your bank account, going, ah, oh, oh. you wouldn't have been doing that because you made coin on the weekend. <laughs> I checked it today, and I've oh, I've never got an erection of money before until today. Hopefully, Sunday isn't as hard as a uh, six nines cover photo on Spotify oh, to wake how up. Was that? <laughs> that was <laughs> absolute tripod. <laughs> that is a knee slapper. <laughs> But yeah, hopefully it's not as hard as that to wake up on Sunday. <laughs> six nine, more like three six nine, because he's got three legs. Uh, that definitely wasn't six nine there. But whoever did that, one of the yeah. funniest things ever. Should we go to an ad break? 
If we've got one. Yes, we do. This ad break brought to you by Young Henry's Newtowner. The beer for those with no idea. And welcome back to the pod. That was a good ad. I didn't know we got Young Henry's. That's pretty good. Yeah, a few big names. I prefer to have Basement Brewing Co. on board. So We should. We should try and get them. If they're out there and listening to this and want to jump Let's, on, you know, I've been, I yeah. can't, I was helping you guys with canning the other day. Come, let, let's, let's try and get like a, let's make a thing. Hopefully someone's listening, even like a small company. Let's try and get like a goal and we'll try and get like a one sponsored show. I'd love a seltzer company to sponsor us, eh? Yeah. Or just even like local Raj's newspaper company. I don't know. Couldn't yeah. Really. I'm sure if the, 120 consistent listeners we have each week have one of you has a company if you do send us some merch though i'd love to be rocking your shirt out in public on the pod or oh, i can't wait to do some merch yeah i want it in a large though because i'm kind of vibing baggy fit stuff these days oh like me i've gone for the four xl vibe i got bed sheet yeah, I got, I got, I got a two XL mystery box the other day that came for clothes. That was fun. Oh, what were the other sizes? I don't know. It was fucking. It was a, a waste of three hundred dollars. There was like four good shirts in it. Yeah, don't I do mystery boxes. I'll have a look. Yeah, I'm not going to pay you. You made bulk coin on the weekend. Can't wait to lose it all. Again. Let's get into some boy advice. My favorite segment. Yeah. So mm. I went out for. Shania, who is actually the creator of the questions for this segment. It was her birthday last night, or yesterday, I should say, but we went out for it last night. So I'll give her a little plug, HBD champion. And I was telling her about this. I was like, I'm doing those questions that you sent me. And she goes, oh, actually, I haven't listened to the last two weeks. Pull your head in. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm doing a segment that you created. Have a listen. So... Question one for this week, who pays on the first date? I'm going to say the bloke. I'm going to say it's 2022 and depends uh, who brought up the restaurant, I reckon. Like if this is an expensive one or something. And what was go- that, what's that forward pay ad or whatever it is that's on TV at the moment where the chick oh, goes, yeah. oh, I'll get the lobster, the lobster. and all that goes. Yeah, oh, these kids' meals look nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have the bread, please. The bread and the butter. Yeah, I'll, I'll have the free bread with extra butter. Yeah, I, I just don't think it matters anymore who pays anymore. Yeah. Um, I think if you're going for a traditional vibe, I'm always keen if or when I go on dates uh, to pay for the first one, and then after that, you just play tennis, just alternate. Well, I've been saving money recently, so I don't go on dates. <laughs> oh, that's the reason you don't go on dates. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just been saving money. <laughs> just investing. <laughs> yeah, and a couple of three-year-old thoroughbreds. Oh, I thought you were gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear the oh. thoroughbred bit. You cut out a little bit. You... I just said bread at the end, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I surely mean thoroughbreds. A little filly. <laughs> Having a little filly of a three-year-old. Horse, yeah. In sense yes. of us. Mm. Horse, of course. I would have a no, didn't know fiddle. It. <laughs> in sense of us. It's one minute that cash. It's like a stripper. <laughs> How to know if a guy just wants to sleep with you or just wants to date you? 
You're asking did the you, wrong person here, Chris. Did you go? I'm going to answer that by saying, did you go on a date? If you didn't go on a date, if you just met on a night out, probably just wants to sleep with you. Um, if someone's throwing a slushie on top of their head, they don't want to see you ever again after they sleep with you. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you could probably figure that one out with ease. If there's a lot of proper groundwork being put in, I dare say he wants to date you. If there's just, you know, heaps of harmless flirting and that sort of stuff, he probably just wants to sleep with you. That would be how I'd interpret and look at it. Situation may be different, but from a boy's perspective, for I'd go with. Mm. What to do if your ex comes crawling back? Fuck them off, send them packing, say no, bye. Ah, it depends what they come back for. <laughs> one more slice of the Harry T pie. <laughs> yeah, one of the great pies, that one. Like a salted caramel. Oh, I don't know if I want that in a pie. <laughs> no, like a tart. Like a, not a oh, you're calling yourself pie. a tart now. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking tart. Yeah, I don't know. It just depends. It's situational. I love these questions. They're great. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Flat on your back, sucking from the pump water bottle. Wait, can I just say this pump water bottle looks very sus because I've got the blurry background on it. And it looks like <laughs> it just looks like a full condom. What is okay? I won't say what I was gonna say. Because the liquid isn't necessarily clear. Oh, it's um I've been drinking heaps of lemon cordial recently. My lime cordial got robbed. Lime cordial, average band. <sighs> How to be nice when rejecting someone. Don't be. Be flat out, otherwise it gives them hope. Just be think... an absolute <laughs> prick about it and just say, fuck off. I don't think or I reject... <laughs> just say, nah, go away. I don't think I rejected everyone. I'm just a mad, like, I just love everyone. Yeah, you're a big care bear, aren't you? What? You, what? I'm not you're a big... camp chair. I said care bear, you dickhead. Oh, what What smell do you reckon I'd go? What, if you'd scratch me and you'd sniff me up. Well, if you're a scratch and sniff sticker. I always smell good, though, so that's the thing. No, you do actually smell good. I wasn't going to say anything bad. I was going to say Chanel perfume. Oh, no, you're more of a Burberry man, I reckon. I've never used Burberry, actually. Yeah. What, what do I or smell beer. like? Um, hmm. I don't know. I've never really thought to smell you. Like I'd say Lynx. Oh, come on. I'm a Rex owner and then a Calvin Klein operator. I don't know. Once again, I just don't smell other people. I like good smelling girls, but I just never smell oh. men. Girls that use cracking shampoo, like strawberry scented, all of that. Really good. The night I... Um, we coconut. Had the, coconut's my favorite scent. Mm, the, Love mm, it. The night you had that doof thing at yours, I used um, your sister or your mother's shampoo and it's quite, like it smelled quite nice. And I, I liked the smell of my hair that night. Yeah, I'm not sure what ones they use. I used to use it, but then I got this like, men's one and now that i'm a blonde i have to use like this purple one to maintain the color mm, but just look at this rabbit hole we've gone down we're just saying <laughs> we've gone in a rabbit hole and we didn't bring toots with us yeah so, uh, yeah so uh, we had too many beers <laughs> do guys talk about girls when they are together oh it's a bit of locker room chat <laughs> i kid <laughs> Um, oh, not really. We're too busy talking about like beers or punting or yeah, Ooh, that fucking horse. Oh. If, if we're sitting with Marty, we're listening to story time. Yeah, it's one of my um, favorite pastimes. I love it when Lowy tells stories. He could yeah. captivate an audience of deaf people. 
Do you reckon if you um, talk to like a blind person and you send them like a letter braille, yeah. do you reckon you get left on felt if you never if they don't see it? <laughs> <laughs> Why have I never thought of that? <laughs> um, Flirting with a blind person and being left on felt. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good <laughs> but yeah what was the question oh yeah locker room chat yeah oh. I don't know do we ever talk about guys I don't know not really I don't even talk about guys and like actually that sounded a bit sus but um <laughs> something just, you want to tell us mate yeah nah I don't think we talk about girls I don't even know nah. what the question was yeah, do, guys, <laughs> do you guys talk about girls when they're together nah Safe to say we don't. If we've if we've changed it to talking about to blind people leave people on felt, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say we don't talk about girls. Yeah, I, I think people just don't want to hear what we talk about at the pub. <laughs> we don't really talk that much. We're too busy doing some of that drinking thing. Yeah, we're just saying some horrendous yarns to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that concludes another episode of Brody's Boy Advice. Oh, what it's done so quickly. Damn it. We have one more episode of it coming next week, and then I've got to try and get my thinking cap on. Oh, I or, can't wait for my segment. Yeah. Or if any girls out there have any current predicaments they're in or questions, like if, if you're in a situation and you just want like Brody's opinion on something. <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> not Harry's opinion. Yeah, if you want Brody's opinion on something, let me know. Mm. Hit me in the DMs and I'll bring it up in coming weeks. Following on, Harry, life tips. What's your life tip for this week, mate? Mm, let's try and think of something. Life you tips. You didn't pre-plan this. I never pre-plan anything. Oh, yeah. I know what I was going to say. It was pretty much just covering everything that we've spoken about before. Life tips. Just talk to your friends. Ask them how they're how they're going. Um, I just want to double down on it so people haven't got this far in our dribble chat now that they've forgotten. And also, if you want to grow a moustache with me, come grow one. Let's yeah, grow that's... together. Oh, hmm. I don't know if you can say that. It's a bit. Mm. You can. There's nothing wrong with growing together. It's like growing up with someone. There's nothing wrong with that. You've just got your mind in the gutter. Yeah. There was absolutely no harm or no way that could be considered malice. So now you're taking over my segment. Sorry, I do that too often. So yeah. I'm a big name. Just, just ask your friends how they're going and never get left on felt. Oh, beautiful. So I didn't want to interrupt and take over your segment again. Yeah, just it's a shit segment. <laughs> That's all right. But that is important advice, though. It is. It is. Starting a conversation is actually more critical than I think a lot of people realize. I should what? just yeah, I should just do life advice and just pick pick a horse. Yeah, speaking of horses, Cox Plate's running this weekend. Oh, fucking as it is, mm, the Cox Plate, Cox Plate. Oh, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have gone like, once again. This is fucking recorded on a Monday, so yeah, the actual running list for the Cox Plate hasn't been released just yet. Gets released, I think, tomorrow. Which is a Tuesday. So if you hear this and that horse isn't in it. But this horse will win. Animo. 
Oh. Put the house on it. Or put the horse on it. <laughs> Thank you. I was waiting for the crowd laughter. <laughs> I don't want to tip Zaki. I know Isaac suggested Zaki back in episode three because it's the same letters of his name. But I threw the entirety of my sports bet account on that horse when it ran two weeks ago. It was absolutely killing it. And then it shut the bed about halfway through. And uh, just absolutely yeah. pissed away my money. So I do like the look of Animo, strong horse, but I do like Probabil. Wow. You've, you've gone through the gone through the field. Probabil is a good horse, though. Yeah. Um, it, it knocked off Saki last time. Yeah, so I'm going to jump on Probabil, pending it's in the race. Otherwise, yeah, I'll probably be on Animo as well. Good man. You are you are a clever man. Don't, don't listen to what anyone says about you. What do other people say about me? I'm not allowed to say. Oh, shit. Because you're facing in, usually that's safe behind your back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You would have bought up a Mexi belt. <laughs> hey, Zeus really found me this weekend. Just. Oh, he didn't me. save me from any of my sins, though. Oh, he's just a Mexican Jesus. He can't do much. Yeah, he's <laughs> the one encouraging the sins. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon that could do us there, Brody. That was another week done. Just. Once again, saying um, thank you for talking about what you spoke about before, Brody. Um, it was very moving and touching, and I'm not even taking the piss. It was, uh, it was, it was mad to hear what you said. Um, oh, thanks, man. As a close mate, now I know your your problems and what you deal with and all that. And uh, hopefully, this podcast reaches hopefully someone they talk to someone, not even us or just a friend or a counselor. Or, yeah, it was uh, mad listening to you. And uh, yeah, if anyone wants to jump, jump on the Movember with me, it'd be mad. If not, I'll be doing it by myself. And I'd love, uh, yeah, I'd like to donate to a good cause. So, yeah. 100%. No, um, definitely something hard to share, all of that, but kind of glad to get it out there. And if, man, if it starts one conversation with one person and someone else just goes, you know, I'm actually really struggling and what you said has helped me open up, then that's going to mean more than I think any thing else in this world, knowing that that could be helping one other person. And you know, if it doesn't, it doesn't either. So yeah, super proud of you for jumping on this whole Movember train thing. The fact that you're raising money for it is a super respectable thing. Um, yeah. Proud of you. Yeah. Thank and you. yeah. Yeah, that was the, you nearly made me cry this episode, Chris. Happy you didn't. But um, yeah, it was very touching. And I love you and I love all my other friends out there. So yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Harry, as always, play your outro track. It's the Mixed Bag Podcast. Chris and Harry.